0: Welcome to Talks at Advent, homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia. Today's speaker is Dr. Bo Bruce. Has sin got you down? Today's gospel says don't be afraid, don't wallow in shame, get up. In today's lectionary reading, we see what at first appears to be two stories that do not go together. In the first, a man is healed on the Sabbath. In the second, the Lord tells a famous parable about taking the lowest rather than the highest seat at a banquet, so that rather than being shamefully asked to move to a lower place, you will be honored by the host and others when you're asked to come to a higher one. So how do these two stories relate? The mystery seems to continue when we read on just beyond this in the chapter and find the very next parable is one that appears more related to the second story. That parable is about a king who invites many to his great banquet. You remember the story from earlier this year, how everyone had an excuse. And so the king invited the crippled, the blind, the lame, and there was still room for more. So then he had his servants go out and just find anyone he could to fill up the banquet so yes it seems that those two parables are directly related I think one is about one seat in relation to the behavior of the attendee while the other one is about the host and how the host should behave and we see a lot of parallel there yet we already had that banquet parable in the lectionary earlier in the year that reading falls on the the Sunday after Trinity When I had the opportunity to preach on that passage earlier this year, I briefly mentioned today's parable as part of the context of the story. At that time, I spoke with you about not making excuses. Because Jesus says to us that he's not going to accept our excuses. Jesus tells us that nothing is more important than bearing your cross and coming after him. Nothing. Not your family, not your stuff, not even your own life. And that's tough to hear and that's, but it's right out of the mouth of jesus but i also reminded you that these words are also from straight from jesus's lips my yoke is easy and my burden is light and today we hear more about what jesus will accept as an alternate to excuses so what's that alternative it's humble repentance and today's lectionary reading we also see and hear jesus's deep love for us When we stop making excuses and start living a life of humble repentance. Let's go through today's reading. In the healing story, Jesus says, Which of you, having a donkey or an ox, would on the Sabbath not immediately pull him out? This is not an appeal to the Pharisees' selfishness in preserving their work animals. Instead, Jesus is reminding them of the very commandments of God found in Deuteronomy 22. It says there, you shall not see your brother's ox or his sheep going astray and ignore them. You shall take them back to your brother. And if he does not live near you or you do not know who he is, you shall bring it home to your house and it shall stay with you until your brother seeks it. Then you shall restore it to him. And you shall do the same with his donkey or with his garment or with any lost thing of your brother's, which he loses and you find, you may not ignore it. You shall not see your brother's donkey or his ox fallen down by the way and ignore them. You shall help him to lift them up again. So here Jesus is at the house of a prominent Pharisee who knows the law well. And Jesus is reminding them of this commandment in hopes of drawing them to a deeper understanding of the law. Jesus is saying to them, if you're willing to heal an ox on the Sabbath, you'd surely heal a person. And indeed, Jesus goes on to heal this person afflicted by dropsy, a severe swelling of fluid buildup in his body that we now call edema. In that healing, we see something that takes it to the next level. After creation, God made us responsible for caring for creation, including the animals. And part of what Jesus says here, I believe, is that if you take that responsibility seriously enough to heal animals on the Sabbath, most certainly the Lord himself, and this story takes his responsibility as the lover of mankind to heal us on the sabbath or any day for that matter god does not rest when it comes to healing us and we should not rest when it comes to healing our broken world and then we start to see a connection that leads us organically into this next story that seemed disconnected about humbly taking the low place and being exalted Like the animal in the well has been taken from a physically low place and raised out, the sick person accepts their sickness as a low place beyond their control and in need of healing. The person comes to the house where Jesus is, accepts that need humbly, and Jesus exalts them, bringing them out of the humble place to a place of exaltation, from sickness to health. And this applies not only to our physical conditions, but our spiritual ones. Pride is often called the mother of sins because it leads us to believe that we haven't done anything wrong and that we are far better than we actually are. Pride leads us to an indifference about sin. It's so much easier to sin when you can shrug your shoulders at it. And unfortunately, around us, we see the routine normalization of sin. Or these days, it even seems that we see a deep and dangerous lauding of sin as something marvelous, in our supposedly progressive and modern society. This exaltation of sin is taking the prideful place at the head of the table. Well, God will ask us one day to take a seat at the bottom. We have to fight against our pride. St. John Chrysostom says, Be ashamed when you sin. Don't be ashamed when you repent. Sin is the wound. Repentance is the medicine. Sin is followed by shame. Repentance is followed by boldness. But Satan has overturned this order and given boldness to sin and shame to repentance. So we must be bold in repentance. That is, we have to show up at the Father's feet as the prodigal son. As St. John Chrysostom says again, Satan has fooled us into being ashamed of repentance instead of ashamed of our sin repentance is not simply being sorrowful it is changing our direction and aligning ourselves with God the boldness that follows repentance is not a boldness for more sin it's a boldness for more repentance for more alignment with God's will so does sin have you down if it does the gospel says today don't be afraid don't wallow in shame get up and you'll have Jesus help you get out of that well you have the church to help you out of that well it's time to repent for the kingdom of god is at hand but you have nothing to fear jesus is standing there with his hand outstretched to you if sin has got you down because you think you can never be perfect here again we hear from one of the greatest saints the church has ever known saint john Chrysostom, again speaking of the words of the great apostle paul since it's likely that being men they would sin every day they would sin every day St. Paul consoles his hearers by saying, renew yourselves from day to day. This is what we do with our houses. We keep constantly repairing them as they wear old. And you should do the same thing to yourself. Have you sinned today? Have you made your soul old? Do not despair. Do not despond. But renew your soul by repentance and tears and confession and by doing good things. And never cease doing this. These great saints know that we will likely sin each and every day of our lives. That's not an excuse for it. It's a fact of our weakness. And it's because we built a weak foundation and we have to strengthen it day by day with repentance. But we see the great hope that we should be taking from this message, the great comfort. Our task is not to wallow in sin, despondent, in despair at our acts, and to give up. That's what Satan wants us to do, exactly what he wants us to do. Instead, we need to acknowledge our unworthiness privately with repentance and tears and publicly with confession. We have to bring evil to light where the light can destroy it. What awaits us if we do? Jesus, as always, is the one that shows us. St. Athanasius of Alexandria said, The Son of God became man that we might become God, becoming by grace what God is by nature. Or as Peter says in his second letter, We have become partakers of the divine nature. It's important to emphasize that we do not become God in essence. God is one, holy, and completely transcendent of all creation, including humankind. However, God fully united himself with mankind, creating an intimacy with all humans that some Orthodox theologians argue is beyond what we shared with God in the Garden of Eden. There God simply walked with us, but now God walks in us. Jesus is the second or the new Adam, but he's also the first. Jesus is a man, as God created him, living freely in accordance with God's will and thereby free of sin, pure and holy. When Adam and Eve fell their nature and our nature changed, in our fallen nature we become slaves to sin and death. Christ is truly by nature everything that created man is, yet Christ is not the fallen man. He was not subject to sin and death. And yet, by grace, Jesus became sin for us and humbled himself by becoming freely obedient to death, even death on a cross, as St. Paul tells us. To become everything we are in our fallen nature, that we could, as St. Athanasius says, become God. So when God asks us to humbly and freely accept our truly fallen nature, He's only asking us for something infinitesimally small in relation to what he did. Jesus was God. He became man for us even to the point of accepting our sin and its consequence of death. He didn't have to do that. But God took his seat at the lowest place and he was exalted to the highest. And God merely asks us to do the same in our little tiny way. Freely. Freely. Humbly accept who we are, sinful and destitute. In need of someone to pick us out, pick us up out from the well on the side of the road. And all we need to do is reach out our hand in the darkness, and we will meet Jesus. He will pull us out into the light and say to us, Friend, move up to a better place. Join us at the head table, share in the Holy Trinity's abundant life. See that God has invited to his banquet the poor. The crippled, the lame, the blind, you and me. Certainly not his friends, in fact, his enemies, by our continued free indulgence in sin. And yet, he, heal, he will heal you of all your infirmities and bring you into his abundant life. So renew yourselves every day, starting today. Don't let sin get you down. Repent and get up. Take up your cross, your sins, every day and bear them humbly as christ did take them up and through repentance and humility transform them into life just as our lord did listen to that calling to be a saint you are called to be one and become one day by day through being thankful fasting from some of the blessings we all receive forgiving easily loving all and praying always transform every action of your life into a prayer to our lord Begin today by sitting at the lowest place of humble repentance and accept God's invitation to come to the head of the table. And may God, in his unity with us, grant us ever more abundant grace to do so. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Talks at Advent. Homilies and Reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox Mission in Atlanta, Georgia.